Hey, it's Michael, and this is the Kintsugi Podcast. I'll be back in a minute with this week's conversation about resilience. But first, if you wish to create a better life and have a better career, then please visit michaelobrienshift.com and download your free workbook on how to create a better life. In it, you'll discover ways to find more energy for the things and the people who matter most to you so you can create a better tomorrow. Hey there, it's Michael. Welcome back or welcome to the Kintsugi Podcast. It's time for another conversation about resilience. And today we're gonna talk about your wellness, your health. So we'll start with this question. How much time did you spend on your health or your wellness last week? I'll give you a moment to check your calendar, maybe look at your journal. How many hours, how many minutes did you spend on your health or wellness last week? We can even cue the Jeopardy music if you like. But here's the thing, as you think about it, as you noodle it, there's no magic number. There's no do X number of minutes or X number of hours and you'll be successful. You'll be healthy. But hopefully, however much time you spent, it's in a healthy proportion to everything else that you have going on in your life. Hopefully, you've spent some time on your health. I shared this saying on social media a couple of weeks ago, also in last week's blog. And the saying in the photo went like this. If you don't spend time on your wellness, you will be forced to spend time on your illness. I'll repeat that because it's worth repeating. If you don't spend time on your wellness, you'll be forced to make time for your illness. I'm a living example of that. I didn't spend much time on my wellness before my last bad day. And then I was forced to make time for my illness. Early in my career, I took my health for granted. I was in my 20s, early 30s, never got sick, never got injured. So it was easy to take my health for granted. And we knew, well, we know so much more today than we did back then. Yes, I got my runs in. I was a runner, done a couple marathons. Also got my riding in, lifelong cyclist. But beyond that, my wellness routine, eh, not so much. Nothing really to write home about. And the story I was telling myself that prevented me from doing more research and diving in and learning more about how to be better at my wellness, better at my health. Well, the story I was telling myself is I had so much to do at work. You see, most of my identity was wrapped into my career. A little bit about being a husband, a little bit about being a dad. But a vast majority of it is, hey, what do you do? You know, that question you get at cocktail parties. Remember when we used to go to cocktail parties? What do you do? And I would lead with not I'm a husband or not I'm a father. I would lead with my profession, as most people do. We put so much of our career in our identity, and that's not very healthy. And so I had this thought, well, since I had so much to do at work, I didn't have time for my health. I didn't have time for my wellness. Plus, if I didn't do the work, who would do it? They certainly couldn't do it like I did it. That was the story I told myself. Obviously, we know it's a myth. Certainly, there are people that can also pick up 
where we leave off. Sometimes they won't do it as well as we do it. Sometimes they might do it better than we do it, or at least differently. This whole comparison trap, this pursuit of perfection, all rabbit holes or all paths that lead to rabbit holes. Plus, as I mentioned just a second ago, I never really got sick or hurt. It was always someone else. I was the guy who was like, hey, what support do you need? I'll keep you in my thoughts and prayers. I was that guy. I wasn't the guy getting sick or injured. So I took my health for granted. And what we know today about emotional and mental wellness, gosh, we didn't know hardly anything back then. We put all that stuff, worry, anxiety, maybe depressive-like symptoms, all that jazz. We put that in the closet. Hey, we were able to talk about orthopedic health or allergies or cardiac health or you name it. But mental health, no bueno. We didn't get anywhere near that. So that was not on my radar. And then I had my moment, my last bad day. And I discovered how quickly our ego will let go of the narrative. If I don't do the work, who will? Because when you get sick or injured, when you get laid up, and if you've been laid up or sick, you know this. You would trade almost anything for your for your health to come back. So who's doing your work at your work? It becomes less of an issue. In some cases, it doesn't matter at all, depending how significant your illness or your injury is. So for me, I let go of all that. It was pretty easy to let go of it. I was just trying to regain my health, get back up on my feet, create a new identity. So I learned the hard way that we only have moments to live. So the question for all of us, as we look to become more resilient, as we look to have success, how do we wish to be in our moments? Hopefully your answer, all of our answers come back to health because health is wealth, as cliche as that sounds. People say your network is your net worth, <sighs> money stuff, defining success through money. Nah, because if you don't have your health, none of that matters. Well, at least very little of it matters. So how do we promote better wellness? How do we spend more time on our wellness? Well, one thing in particular is we have to get quiet. One big moment in my recovery is I knew I had to get my mind right. I had to quiet my mind. I had to heal my mind in order to heal my body. There's such a powerful connection between our mind and our body. So taking moments, we talk about this all the time, to pause, breathe, reflect, to have a mindfulness or a meditation practice. But here's the thing. Most of the time, we think of mindfulness as we have to do it in a meditation studio that's so pristine. I love those places. I love that they exist. But that's not the only place where you can practice mindfulness or meditation, or people believe you do it in the morning. For some people, it's part of their morning ritual, which is great. But I'm a big believer that you should take your meditation practice off your mat and weave it throughout the day so we can manage our work-life stress better, our work-life balance, which really is not a thing. We really want to get work-life harmony but then if we unpack that even further, we pull that thread. Who decided to put work first? We should be thinking about life work harmony. And in order to do that, we need to slow down. Slow is the new fast and just breathe so we can quiet our mind and promote more wellness. Because whatever is happening up in our noggin is coming down into our body. Whatever we're feeling in our body comes back up to our mind. 
It's an expressway that goes both ways and there's an easy pass. So the more we can tune into our body and mind, we can promote more wellness and health in our lives. And when we do that, we have more energy. We can become more resilient. So when we get knocked down, we have the stamina, the grit, the tenacity, the energy to get back up again with wisdom and pedal forward. So I want to walk you through a five-minute meditation, a pause, breathe, reflect moment. I'm doing these on Clubhouse four times a day. If you're on Clubhouse, I encourage you to join the club, the Pause, Breathe, Reflect Club, and take these moments to come off your hamster wheel and just breathe, connect with us, be part of the community. So if you're ready to come off your hamster wheel just now, obviously, if you're driving, this is going to be difficult. So I don't encourage it while you're driving. But if you're in a comfortable spot, we'll just start by trying to find a position of dignity, a position of ease. You can position your hands wherever you wish to position them. You can have your eyes open, closed, perhaps have a soft gaze. So we'll begin by placing our attention on our head, on your forehead. You can soften your jaw. You can bring just a little smile to your lips. And allow your entire body to feel heavy, to feel weighted. And pause for a moment just to observe what you feel. To be open to whatever is here now with a sense of curiosity. No need to judge it. No need to label it. Just be with what you feel. And on your next inhale, you can bring your attention to your breath. Notice it flowing in. Notice it flowing out. Follow it as it rises with each inhale. And notice how it releases and lets go as you exhale. Stay with your full inhale fully as you rise through the whole duration of your inhale, and notice the space in between your inhale and exhale, and slowly breathe out, following it through the whole duration of your exhale. Notice your calming breath. your soothing breath, your resilient breath. And if your mind starts to wander, congratulations, you're human. Just like we can't stop our eyes from seeing or our ears from hearing, 
can't stop our mind from wandering or thinking. When it does, just come back to your breath. This one. And this one. And this one. Notice how your breath flows from one inhale to the next exhale, to the next inhale. Just as you flow from moment to moment to this moment. And the gift to yourself, your gift of wellness is to be here in this moment. Just be. You've earned it. We all have moments of stress, overwhelm, or anxiety, especially today. When these moments surface, as they pop up, you can always come back to your breath. It will always be there for you help you slow down and discover the resilience that is within you. So as we round out our pause, breathe, reflect practice, I invite you to take a moment to reflect on how you wish to be in your next moment. How do you wish to honor your health? to honor your wellness. And when you're ready, you can come back to the room, you can open your eyes, you can wiggle your beautiful fingers and toes I hope you enjoyed this pause, breathe, reflect moment. These are simple. You can do them anywhere and everywhere. In between your Zooms, before you start your work, after you finished your work, or any moment where you feel overwhelmed, stressed, anxious, you can always come back to your breath. This is one of the most simplistic ways to honor your health. Yes, there are supplements out there, exercise routines, hydration. I love all those. But the tool that's free is your breath. We take it for granted, much like we take our health for granted. So I encourage you in your moments, come back to your breath so those Bad moments don't turn into a bad day. So a couple other things before we finish up this conversation about resilience today on the Kintsugi Podcast. As I mentioned up front, I'm on Clubhouse. For anyone that is on Clubhouse that would love to join the club, 
to take these five minute breaks, by all means, I would love you to be part of our community. Right now, Clubhouse is invite only, only on iOS. So if you need an invite, let me know. I'll be happy to share an invite with you. And also, I've shared that I'm riding my bike across the country this year, across the United States. I'm calling it the Pause, Breathe, Reflect Tour to celebrate 20 years since my moment, since my last bad day. Unfortunately, my left knee, no bueno right now. But I've received treatment, which is a big yay. Little backstory, they predicted that five years post my trauma, I would need both knees replaced. It's been 20, so I have 4X'd it. But I'm hoping to get a few more miles out of my left knee in particular. So if the treatment works, I'll be happy. If it doesn't work, I'll be happy. If it doesn't work, we're going to pause the Pause, Breathe, Reflect tour. And we'll do it next year. And then 2021 becomes the year of my knee replacement. So either way, I win. Either way, I get to do this epic ride across the country. Or I get a bionic knee. Like the $6 million man. If you're a Gen Xer, you know what I'm talking about. But still, I could use a lot of your good juju as I approach my go, no-go decision. Because we're going to have to make a go, no-go decision here in a bit. So we can plan our summer. One last thing. Our store, our Pause, Breathe, Reflect store has gotten bigger. We now have this amazing campfire coffee mug or tea mug, a tank, because so many of our female listeners to the Kintsugi podcast, members of our Peloton, have been asking me for a tank for, well, the last nine months since we started Pause, Breathe, Reflect. And now we have a tank. We also have a couple of new sweatshirts, all great stuff, super soft, made in the United States. And we have a special t-shirt and sweatshirt for the Pause, Breathe, Reflect ride. Totally cool rock concert type of vibe to the shirt. So I hope you'll check out our store. You can get to it by going to michaelobrienshift.com. So that's it. My encouragement to you this week, if you really want to become resilient, if you really want to create the type of success I know you wish to create, spend a proper amount of time on your wellness, on your health, so you're not forced into spending time on your illness. Your health is your wealth. So critical in creating a better tomorrow for all of us, a better tomorrow for you and your family and your friends. So I know it's so easy to take your health for granted, but don't do it. Invest in your health. Come back to your breath. And join us for a few of these pause, breathe, reflect moments. Until next week, first, thanks for listening, subscribing, and sharing the Kintsugi podcast with your community. Remember to pause, breathe, reflect on your health. And of course, as always, have fun storming the castle. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.